Uh oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ahoy! Welcome Uh-oh. into the Junk Drawer, part of the Cork Bats Podcast Network. If you were to drug test this podcast after the fact, we'd probably uh, test positive, but we'd blame it on cancel culture. So uh, today that. is May 10th, 2021. What is up, junkies? I'm Austin. That's AD. What's up, AD? It's great to be here with you, Austin. It's uh, it's you and I out on our own, uh, but it feels good. Yeah, feels that's good. that's uh, grit. No, that's no. Ron. G- no, no, oh, oh, uh, just the two of us it, this week. What's <laughs> up? It was. It, it's a little awkward. We have no one else to uh, bounce ideas off of. Right. We have no one else to like. Jeez, huh, I know it's kind of sad. It's kind of a kind of a, a buzzkill. But you know what? Chris Ranji is he's out and about. Grit, obviously, as you know, he he left a couple weeks ago. We we still love love him dearly. Uh, but hey, let this be an encouragement for all of you guys. Uh, hit that subscribe button if you're listening yeah. on the uh, if you're listening on the podcast. Hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, Twitter. Uh, hit. Give us. Hey. Give us a retweet. More people we hey, get in hey. here, the the better. Not just that, but give us a comment too. Let's, let's yeah. get some comments hey, here. And yeah. you know, and I'm glad you brought that up, Ad, because if you guys comment along on Periscope, uh, YouTube, Facebook, whatever it may be, if you're watching live, you can interact with the show with us. And so come in, have some fun with us, uh, share the show. Uh, get more people in here, the more more fun and, we can have as we do. And honestly, we're going to need it because, as you can see, Austin and I are on our own here. So we need some Yeah, help right? We, need, we can, need a third co-host. You're right. Yeah, we, we need the third co-host. So. <laughs> yeah. And, and, if, and if anyone wants to be the third co-host, please, in the comments, please reach out. We, we have applications you can fill out. Yeah. Feel free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, in fact, if you comment good enough, who knows? Maybe we'll ask you to be our third co-host. <laughs> <next week. laughs> yeah, so just be wary of that. Um, hey, uh, AD, uh, before we uh, before we get started, name a woman. Oh, man, you're catching me off. Did you name one? I'm sorry, you were cutting in no. and out for me. Lisa Leslie, Lisa Leslie. All right. You you got <laughs> bailed out by your stream there on that one. Right. Uh there we go. We got Corey Ball saying, let's go, all co-host. All right. Come on in. Welcome in. Corey. Yeah. Welcome, welcome in, Corey. Thank, and then, you. Thank hey, you. And then he hits us with the winky face. <laughs> hey, how about that? Hey. We can, you can interpret you can interpret that any way you want. Hey, I'll let I'll let Corey go host. <laughs> <laughs> how about that huh that was a wink for anyone listening on the podcast all right uh ad i guess i mean this is probably gonna be one of our shorter episodes of course we say that but we'll probably get off on the nine different well, tangents as soon as the commenters start to come in i think oh, we'll, oh uh, yeah it'll... <laughs> the uh the uh let's go ahead and get started with good back ugly where each week we hit you with a good of the week a back of the mm-hmm. week and an ugly of the week so, and ad you always start and it's so a fitting, we'll fitting I guess, that I start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me start off by saying, Austin, congratulations on your first show today, earlier Thank today. You, you got to be exhausted, I'm sure. But <laughs> you, you can always make time for the junk tour, though. And I knew that about you. You for always sure. make time for the junk tour. Yeah. Yeah. So for, for those of you who don't know, I started a, uh, a new job today, uh, US 99, uh, doing mornings. US 99, Chicago's hottest country. Uh, That's doing, right. Uh, mornings there. And today was our first show, uh, the first of a, a of a brand new show called Melissa and Austin. 
I am the Austin and you are Austin. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, just not to, not to, I didn't want to confuse anyone. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, and we started today and the show went great. So, uh, I'm really excited. I, uh, Melissa and I get along very well and it's, I think it's going to be a great morning show. Um, a new chapter. I like that. If, if you're not in the Chicago area and you want to tune in one morning, the Odyssey app, just search us 99. You can find it. There's my shameless plug. How's How's that? I, 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 I was teeing it up for you right here. <laughs> yeah. Just, thank you, you. You swing it that out. Was me, nice. yeah. I, yeah. My swing's not that good looking, but thank you. Neither is mine. So that's probably <laughs> not our strong point here. Um, <clears throat> but uh, uh, now that we have your shameless plug out of the way, that was my, that's my number one good of the week. First of all, that, that's you. And Aww. number two, Number That's two, nice. shout out to your dad and his birthday today too. I, hey. I hope I'm not stepping on your toes here, but that's oh okay. No, you. I mean, you, yeah, you took my good, a but uh, all right, all right. but that's fine. That's fine. It can be our shared mutual good. Today is my father's birthday. I'm stoked uh, because uh, I I don't know. I just like his birthday. He also shares a birthday with Chris Berman. Should be noted. Uh, oh, I I did not know that. I did not know ESPN that. personality. Yeah. Uh, and I think Billy Joel, or maybe maybe Billy Joel's is yesterday, but neither here nor there. Happy birthday! Either way, Big either way, yes. I, I love you, Dad. And uh, I don't even think he listens to this podcast. But if he is, just in case he is, then just we're, in we're case he him is. Happy birthday. But hey, I think your dad listens, and our dads are brothers. So so maybe he'll tell him. Hopefully, right. so uh, Uncle crossed. Rick, tell my dad that I said happy birthday. There we on go. The podcast this week. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that we got those out of the way, we got we got your job, we got your dad's birthday, both excellent things. But my my good of the week, I don't know if you saw this. What? Authorities have seized the first shipment of alcoholic spirit from Chernobyl, the the exclusion zone. Now, like wait hold on alcohol that was from chernobyl when chernobyl it was had its disaster it's no melting? no no. it was distilled like within the past year like like currently being distilled Stop. in the exclusion zone all right look look ipa brew uh at home brew guy has gone way too far this time <laughs> he moved to chernobyl and just started a company basically Stop. um dude that's okay look we all know uh um uh, make uh like an IPA at home brew guy. Everyone yes. knows one. There's like, Oh, I'm so it dude, you got to try this beer. And then you try and it sucks that, uh, <laughs> this guy, this guy is like that to like the nth degree. He's like, let's go to the site of a nuclear power plant meltdown and let's brew beer there. I'm sure it'll taste amazing. <laughs> And well, it, it, Larry, let's just say, let's just play a little hypothetical game here. If you were to brew or distill something in Chernobyl, what would you call it? Chernobyl. Oh, oh man, they should have consulted you because that's yeah. that's good. That's good. Uh, it's actually atomic. Atomic. Okay. All right. Atomic. Atomic. It. Not with a C, but with a K. So okay. It's, it's, got, it's got that and, little that and that's, little yeah, that's I feel like that's very Russian. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, I was also gonna say USSR IPA. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hopefully they're not listening to this because they're gonna run with that. Like they're gonna <laughs> they're they're gonna take that and brew all types of beer. Yeah. But, beer. So there, there was fifteen hundred. I'll, I'll hit myself with that one. No, that was that was free. That one was free. That one was free. Uh, 
there was 1500 bottles of this supposed liquor made and they were seized by authorities but yeah they were allegedly going for the uk so i'm not really sure like what what, what would happen to you if if you drink that because it's it's made from allegedly from apples grown near chernobyl so someone had to actually go in either pick those or uh, does anything even grow there that's like i that's uh, what i i don't think so i don't know did you watch the the chernobyl hbo uh i did miniseries and it was really good really sad but really yes yes yeah it was really good but also very depressing and like thinking that that could even happen because right i did did you know that uh i mean not not quite to that extent but something like this almost happened at three mile island in harrisburg Yes, so, I actually did know that, which was very close to where you grew up. Yes, it was. I mean, it was before I was born, but uh, very. I mean, it was very close to that, and very. I think it was like a partial meltdown. I forget exactly how they phrased it, but one yeah, of they the had reactors, to evacuate. I, I remember one, they had to evacuate mm-hmm. Harrisburg, right? Yeah, um, and I believe my parents were part of that. They're probably going to make fun of me for not knowing that exactly, but yeah, right. Like, uh, for caring about but us. yeah, yeah, just it's it's incredible that. And I actually just watched something. I forget what it was, but there's people that still live in the exclusion zone. Like there's people that never left and they're like in, in, in Russia, in Russia. Yeah. So they're, they're called like babushkas or like, like they're, <laughs> they're delicious. They're, <laughs> uh, and they, they live there year round. I mean, they've never left. So like, that's their home. So they don't know anything different. And are they are they radioactive? And I don't know if that's offensive to say. <laughs> yeah, I, it it could be. Uh, I, and, I would and like, can you just like can you even just ask someone that? Like, if you meet someone that's like living in Chernobyl, do you like can you just ask someone if they're radioactive? Like, hey man, do you can we flip off the lights real quick? Do you glow in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wish I knew. I wish I knew, but <laughs> I I just it, like. Just imagine like being like, you know what? I'm not leaving. You know, there's a huge explosion. You know, yeah. Miles I'm not look, leaving. Look, if this a nuclear home, I am not leaving. <laughs> if a nuclear power plant meltdown doesn't get you to leave, nothing will. You there's are literally you are locked in. Maybe they had look, maybe they had a great uh they had a great price on rent. You know, they're like, look, we're not <laughs> we're not gonna find anything this good for this Jeep anywhere else. So no one not. wanted to buy their land, so they couldn't move anywhere else. And that too, yeah. I'm sure it was, it was hard for market value, you know. Until I, this this brewing company came in and started brewing beer. That's yeah, now, <laughs> they bought all the land moved, for it. Yeah, once that brewery moved to town, the, the place really starting to liven up. <laughs> all of a sudden you start to see a bunch of coffee shops open up, you know. 20, 20 of, bucks yeah. says that 20 bucks says that brewery at Chernobyl uh <laughs> has has string lights at some point yeah, in the like, backyard in, like in, a, in the patio yeah patio. It's, like, it's like a seating area with string lights i think that's a i think i'm pretty sure that's an international rule not just american international rule for all breweries you have to have string lights somewhere on your premises on in the beer garden preferably <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man good yes. fine on that one that's incredible um i'm just wondering if it was a seltzer or not because so, as we know <laughs> seltzers are probably one of the hardest industries to ca- crack right now so that's true uh, that's true uh, yeah uh cory ball says that sounds delicious <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, right it does um yeah no we talked about we talked about it earlier uh what's what's the harder service to to crack into right now 
right. sh- streaming services or or seltzer because every every brand and every company is is dropping a hard seltzer and or a streaming service. I'm surprised there isn't a hard seltzer streaming service out there. I mean, again, hopefully no one is listening that has the power to actually do that because I think that's something we need to talk about off, are we off camera on, are here. We on a yeah, yeah, I say, this is something we need to talk about off camera. And people, get... are like, people are like, hey, did Cork Bats really just drop a hard seltzer streaming service? Like, what the fuck? I think they were a blog. <laughs> so just, just, just take my money. Just take my money. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my other good of the week, uh, you know, since we don't really have a third co-host to you know, take our goods or backs or ugly. Yeah. I'd say Uh, Corey, Corey's leading the, leading the way uh, for our third co-host with the third co-host. Shout out Corey. Right. Um, If you missed the top where we're, you're obviously can see we're sans a, a third co-host, but uh, comment along with us. Maybe you could be our third co-host. We're looking, we're we're we're, looking for a third. (laughs) We're on the nationwide search. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Here's something I thought that was interesting. Uh, Steph Curry. You may recognize him as you know one of the best basketball players in the NBA. I'd say yeah. name rings a bell, oh, arguably. Um, he's only eighty three pointers behind Ray Allen for Ray most Allen's of all record. time. For most of all time, eighty. And, and you know what? I and I don't want to take I don't want to take credit for this take. Uh, it's not even a take. It's just an observation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to I want to credit it's Stu Gotts uh, from uh, Dan Levitard show. He said, it, "Like I'm, I'm kind of over Steph Curry. Not, not over Steph Curry. I'm over. I'm not impressed by him hitting three pointers. Like it seems not, too easy. It seems way too easy. What I would like to see out of Steph Curry, and and actually, Stu Gott said the same thing. Make like a mid range jumper." You know, hit me with the, give me a sky hook. Give me like change up. We your don't see that. We don't see that. Yeah. What if Steph Curry can only hit threes? Is he really that good of a basketball player? Oh, because he can shoot it from far away. Let's see him shoot it from up close or mid range. Arguably one dimensional, right? Very I, I, look, I'm not knocking the guy. He's great. He's incredible. But like, he's also getting one more point than the average basketball player gets per shot per shot. Right. Well, okay, so he's 83 pointers behind. Try this on for size. Uh oh. Curry Curry has played 600 less games than Ray Allen. Stop. Well, see, that's because he's all he does is shoot three pointers. I'm not even impressed. I'm not impressed. I am, it, I'm actually pissed. People are saying they're they're mad about it. I, if I, I'm but, Ray Allen, I'd be pissed because it's like, hey, yeah, I also shot a, I also switched in a jumper every now and then. And a layup, maybe. Yeah, let's let's see some layups. Um, give me a jump stop layup. I don't even care at this point. Just give me something other than a three pointer. I, I, you know, and and I hear what you're saying because I I agree with you, but I do think that we could be taking advantage of his greatness or taking, you know, taking it for granted rather. Taking it taking for granted. Advantage. We're taking yeah. we're taking Steph Curry's greatness for granted. And you know what? To be that, I I I don't think you're wrong. And what's funny is, so you, you remember like when we were growing up, every kid had a Michael Jordan jersey? MJ. It was MJ everything, yes. I'm pretty sure that that role has shifted, not to LeBron, but to Steph. I'm pretty sure every kid growing up right now has a Steph Curry jersey. I think you're right. I think you're – I mean, and 
And not just that, but like the Warriors, because they were so good for so yeah. many years during, during right. that stretch. Like, yeah, they, they, the Warriors you know, were kids these days, 90s Bulls. Jeez, that's... <laughs> well, yeah, and, blow your mind? <laughs> well, and, and you know who was a part of both of them? Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr! Steve Kerr. Kerr. Let's and, get Steve... Wait, I need on. a Steve Kerr jersey. And Steve Kerr before that was on the San Antonio Spurs dynasty. Oh. Is Steve Kerr the freaking the I hand mean, that, he, that stirs the pot? The uh, he, no, the uh, what, what am I looking for? The the golden nugget, the uh, good is, luck, is Chuck he, type yeah. Is, he the, is he the piece that makes the puzzle go? Oh my gosh, Steve Kerr. I, I mean, you got to respect him. I mean, he, how many titles is he up to? <laughs> yeah, that's from like coaching and playing perspective. He he, he won what 11? I think he was on the final three. I don't know if he was on the the first three of the Bulls. Oh, you know, you're right. You're right. So he has three with the Bulls. Three with the Bulls. I think he has three with the Warriors. Three or four. Well, I was going to say three or four with the Spurs, and then he definitely has three with the Warriors. Yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, he's got to be close to ten. If it's not ten, got to be close. All right. So look, yeah. Oh, Steph Curry hits a lot of threes. Cool. Let's it's start Steve crediting Kerr. Steve Kerr. Let's yeah. give credit to where credit is due. It's Steve. Did Kerr. Steve Kerr teach him how to shoot? Is that is that yeah. where he got it from? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Steph Curry didn't become because Steph Curry was in the league before Steve Kerr was with the Warriors, and he was never he was never the superstar like he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're we, I, think we're, I think we're on to something. We did, look, we're, look, something. we're chipping away at this 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 uh, this, this rock. We're, we're, yeah. Soon we're about to crack this case wide open. It's, we'll we'll get to the center of it soon. Damn, that's good. That's good. All right. So hey, you shout good. out Steve Kerr. Shout out Steve Kerr. What's uh What's your back of the week? Uh, well, uh, we got to talk about it. I mean, it's how can we not talk about it? You know who I'm going with, Mister nice. Timothy. Uh, I wish wish I oh, knew his Tim middle name. Tebow. Let's go, Timothy uh, uh, Richard Tebow. Tim Rich, yep, Richard. Good yep, call. Timothy Richard Tebow. TRT. Yep. TRT. Yeah. I wrote many uh, takes with him. The 33 year old tight end. He's no longer a quarterback, but here's what I'm most excited for that, that like throwback gadget play with Tebow. Throwing oh it to Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. The and honestly, I'm like, and I was thinking about this today. Tim Tebow, it's like when you look at him, you're like, tight end, maybe. I mean, I guess, but like, it, it's Who a little weird. Build, build. Yeah, sure. Let's get weird with it. Let's see what position we can make Tebow play. Like, that's just ridiculous. I'm talking left tackle. Punt I'm returner. talking. I'm talking kicker, punt returner. Like, let's just get look for as awkward as he looked on the. Uh, he'll never look as awkward as he looked on a baseball field. So <laughs> let's try and match that. Let's have fun with this. Let's make this Tim Tebow experiment a true experiment. Let's give him. Let's. Why not? Um, I, I I just do you think that he will catch a ball this year? Um, that's that's actually a great question because it's one thing for him to be signed by the Jaguars. It's another thing for him to actually catch a football. <laughs> and will it come from Trevor Lawrence? Because it is 
what if Trevor Lawrence and him are competing for the position on day one? For what, quarterback? For quarterback, yeah. Oh, so you're still you still think there's hope for Tebow as a quarterback? I mean, with well, Urban Meyer, you never know. Well, and, and 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 you know how like every team has like their emergency quarterback, which is like their fifth string running back or something. Kendall Hinton or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Tebow will always be their emergency quarterback. At worst case, if it ever gets to that, you know. Because so maybe it's maybe it's just insurance for Urban Meyer. I think uh, I think they have five tight ends currently on their roster, the Jags. So I I, I don't. I mean, either he's not going to make the team or he's not. You know, he, like I just I can't picture both. Right. With right. Tebow like getting some playing time, but but just to put things into perspective for everyone, last year, Jason Witten caught many balls in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So if, yeah. if yeah. Jason, no, that's if, actually a great point. If that's Jason Witten can do it, I think, I think Tim Tebow can do it. Cause Tim Tebow's, I think pretty athletic still. He's got to be. Oh, and, well, and, yeah. The, the, like we all clown Tebow quite a bit and, and you know, like it's fun to, to rib Tim Tebow, but the dude is a freak athlete and like that should not be lost. He's a good person and he's a freak athlete probably in that order. And <laughs> he it, like, he can, the fact that, and I know we all like to clown on his baseball, which is, it is funny. It's an easy target. It's an, it's easy, an target. easy target. It is. It's a very easy target. But the fact that he took over a decade off of playing baseball and then not only, not only played minor league baseball, but advanced up to, I think at one point he was a triple a, he was a triple a. Yeah. And sure, his numbers weren't great, but his <laughs> numbers weren't zero, which I'm pretty sure if any of us took tried to do that, play baseball yeah. from high school for 10 years and we tried to play in the minors, our numbers would be like, we, our batting average would be zero. We would have like infinite number of strikeouts. Even just facing live pitching again. Like, yeah, I, I just right, like, exactly. Just- like that scares me to death. And I play like I played baseball in high school. And I'm pretty you played baseball in high school, didn't you? Uh no, not in high school, but oh, I mean I, I I played up until basically. Okay, so, yeah. Your your brother but did. Still, but yeah, yeah, he did. So like like imagine like either one of us like facing live pitching at the, like at this age and and hitting home runs, which he it's, which Tebow did. It's not like going to the batting cage and and just you know hit, hitting a few balls out there. Like no. these balls are moving, and and a lot yeah. of the times with these AAA teams, it's it's pitchers coming down from the MLB, like being sent back down and like yeah, trying to right. trying to work their way back up to right, right, like, yeah. Like if if a player ever goes on like a rehab assignment, like they're coming back from an injury, and it's like oh, all of a sudden now you're facing Zach Granke or yeah, yeah you know, right, oh. right. There's uh there's Jacob Degrom coming back from his uh his his you know his elbow injury and his now sore right hip or whatever right. it is and then yeah. you're facing him so jeez yeah so I I give I actually give T- Tim Tebow credit uh which a lot of people it's not, it's not a popular opinion not a lot of people like to give him credit for the physical athletic freak that he is which he you, is you know the take that I saw a lot today too that this is coming from some of the talking heads up at ESPN. Uh, the take is like, you know, there's probably a ton of undrafted free agents out there that really could have had a chance. And I'm like, and I, like, and that's the thing too. It's like with, with the Tebow <laughs> signing comes like the trending of like a Colin Kaepernick. Right. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, like or him back, name, sure. 
insert any quarterback here. Bring it, Jason Witten back. Yes, we've heard we've heard them all. Yep. It's it's just like guys, come on now. Like when is that ship? When will that ship fully be sailed? <laughs> like on a on a truly football. Like you can you can look if you want to get into social issues and 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 politics and all that. You can feel free. We're not going to. But like from a truly football standpoint, when will we just stop bringing up those takes? When will we? It's really just like it's almost like they like. They just copy and paste old articles and then post them every couple of months whenever something like <laughs> yes. this comes up. Yeah. Uh, wait, th this is the other thing I saw a bunch of today. Let's see if you saw this. It was a, a GIF. I'm going to pull it up here. Oh, here we go. Sharing the screen. You, you right. I know you, I know you saw this. This was going around everywhere. Um, there we go. Um, did you, you got the, it there? The, was it the, was it the video? Yeah. Oh, here he goes. Here he goes. Yep. Oh, right off the helmet. This is okay. Tim, Tim, Tim Tebow's only pass oh. uh, target, I believe, okay. in his career. That, in is his career. that is cold. All right. First, yeah. of all, first of all, first of all, he's on the Jets there. So, like, let's, let's right. He's on the Jets. It's the Jets. So, who's throwing that football? Like, uh, freaking uh, Josh McCown? <laughs> Probably Sanchez, actually, back then. Yeah, maybe Sanchez. Uh, I wish we had a clip. Oh, wait, there might have been a clip of the full play. Why is Tebow your first read on this? Why Why is Tebow going? Like, why is that your, like, why is he getting the football right out of his break? And, and I really, I really, really hope that it was like preseason or something that like you don't. Yeah. Oh, oh, geez. What? You all right? <laughs> uh, sorry. That, uh, I played that music really loud, or this video really loud. Uh, okay, so here's here's the full play. Oh, you've got the full play. Okay, I've got the, so, I've got the full play. Let me go back and share for this our here. podcast listeners. The 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 gif that AD just shared was Tim Tebow going in motion and then running like a like really like a three yard out route and the pass getting deflected right before oh. he could catch it. It was uh, no, it actually hit off his helmet. It didn't. Oh, get did deflected. it hit off his? It, helmet? Hit, it hit off his helmet. Yeah, it oh, was okay. a. Oh, that's even so worse. We got looks like we got third and three. Yep, Sanchez right off his helmet. Hey, someone <laughs> did someone did catch it over there. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, yeah, on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. So Tim Tebow goes in motion and then literally, yeah, just like right a off his head. quick out route. Why right are you going to Tim Tebow on that play? And it's it's a tie game. It's a tie game, 10 10, third <laughs> quarter. <laughs> oh my it's, gosh, wait, wait did, did do we know that's was it preseason? Do you know the date on the game? I don't know the date, but look at the stats. 11 for 24, 108 yards, two interceptions. <laughs> so maybe, maybe actually. And why? And But but yet still people will clown. And look, I'm not, I'm not trying to defend Tim Tebow by any means. I like Tim Tebow. I think he's a good human. Uh, he's a good person. Uh, and people clown on him unjust, justly, but like, 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 like this, people are clowning that play. Like clowning Tim Tebow for that play, that, that is entirely on Mark Sanchez. That was a bad throw. It's a terrible throw. And why are you run it back for me? Run it back for me. Why right, are you? Yeah. Why are you? Why is that your first throw? I like how they put put the arrow on him too. Like I guess to they're thinking know. maybe no one's gonna no one's gonna cover him. But then why don't you read that? Like the, oh. the defender was right there though. It, it was read the whole way. He's actually Mark's lucky. It wasn't a pick six. Right it, there. it very easily could have been. It very <laughs> so. easily could have been, um, man, that is, <laughs> that's classic. That is great. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. 
just the fact that here he is. It's like the third iteration of Tebow. Um, and it is, he's going to, he's going to be playing, I mean, the same sport, but a new position. I, I give him credit. I give him credit. Cause it's, it's more than any of us could do. It's more athleticism. And at the age, cause what is he? He's 33. He's 33. So 33 years old. And he's still going back into professional sports. I, you got to give respect. You got to, I, I give him, I give him respect. Uh, Sorry, uh, right. right. so, says it's better than the butt fumble. <laughs> and honestly, maybe they should have tried Tebow out. I don't think they did at quarterback. At quarterback, I, I mean, they tried him for receiver, obviously, but that didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you got for your? Uh, unless you got another back, what do you got for your ugly? No, I, I don't have another back. Um, but my ugly. Oh, actually. As a part of that, uh, the Jaguars' odds to win. Uh, yeah, like is it is it a plus number? Uh, it's very big. Yeah, very big plus number. I I'm I'm not good with uh, the plus number odds. Uh, the plus plus fifteen hundred. <laughs> plus ten thousand. <laughs> <laughs> after after the Tebow signing. Oh, did it go guesses? down? Plus a plus eleven thousand. Plus ten thousand. They didn't change. Oh, okay. It. <laughs> they didn't change it all. Yeah. All right. All right. Good. <laughs> uh, well, good. Hey, look, look. As a Titans fan, you know I'm stoked for Tim Tebow to be in the Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. That's that's great news for you. Yeah. Right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's. <laughs> hey. Why don't, hey, Urban. Why don't you go ahead and sign? Uh, uh, well, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say Aaron Hernandez, but that's it's too, too soon. soon. Too yeah. soon. Uh, well, maybe they should actually let Tim Tebow start a quarterback and sort of let Trevor Lawrence, like learn a little bit, you know, sure, let right. You want to let it, you want, and look, we've talked about on this podcast before. You want to let a quarterback sit under a guy for a number of years. Before Alex he Smith, experience. Brett Alex Favre. Smith, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, uh, yep. n- name, the list goes on and on. name a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Ryan Tannehill. Under Marcus yes, Mariota, yes, 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 you know, like uh, Ben Roethlisberger under Tommy Maddox, you know, you want to let the quarterback sit for a little bit, just let him get a feel for it, before right? You get into it, yeah. get the feel going. Um, <clears throat> okay, my ugly of the week. There is a Lakers documentary coming to Hulu. Um, just and like about the entire organization, nine part docu series on the four decade history of the Lakers, and this, are, this to me, like this to me is like it's like I think okay. we're about to have the same take. Go ahead. It's like no, great. I, I'm really excited to learn about the Lakers. Like, it, but is this in response to the Last Dance because of like the Bulls and like you know their that whole hype? But yeah. So what are you gonna do? If the Lakers, let's just say the Lakers don't win it this year, the documentary comes out in 2022, they win next year. Do you have to like add on to that? Are there, extra, <laughs> yeah, right. are there bo- bonus episodes? Episode? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. It's like, I, I, I just, I don't understand. Are we going to get a documentary for every team now? Or is it just the teams that it, have the most money? Or is it like... This is, this is legitimately in response to The Last Dance. People saw how much success The Last Dance had. And they're like, oh, we got to cash in. We got to make a documentary about... And the, and like, 
And like, cause you know, the Tom Brady, they're making a 10 part documentary on Tom Brady, which is, and, and I, I could understand eight, that nine and a half parts too long, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> but, but I could understand that if, if Tom was retiring, if he was done football, we could look yes. back on his career and say, damn, Tom, that was right. a good career. Right. Let's and put that's it into one, a documentary. And that's one of the reasons why the last dance works so well is because not only was it a, a, it was in like retrospective. Everything was done. Most of these players have uh, have been over. You didn't hear much about those players while it was going on because it all happened in the nineties. Correct. Yeah. And now you're hearing firsthand accounts for it, but it was also that nostalgia play like where everything in the nineties, you could throw out anything from nineties nostalgia and it's going to play today. That was that played into it. The, the Lakers, I mean, unless, I mean, I, I don't know if it's, if it's like a documentary on those those that three peat Lakers there with Shaq and Kobe, that that would maybe work. But like if you're doing like the whole Lakers organization, it's like sounds like it's the whole Lakers, yeah. Jerry West, West everyone, everyone back then. How much like what are you gonna do? Like an episode per decade? Like I I or or you know, you know what I'm saying. Like it's like for per era, you're not you're not gonna be able to 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 capture that because because there's either if you do the entire franchise there's not going to be enough. Like you're going to have eras where you just skate over and you're not going to be able to go in depth like the bulls documentary did. Or if you do just an era, then it's, I don't know. Like it's. And, or, and, or if they try to do what the last dance did and like jump back and forth, like it would just get so confusing. Yes. Right. Like we're going to show Jerry West, you know, as the uh, president of basketball operations and then like him playing, you know, on the court. Yeah. Just, it's just not going right. to look good. It's yes. just not going to. Yes. 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 Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not. And look, and also it's the Lakers. Like, look, I know they're Lakers fans and, and they're, they probably have one of the largest fan bases in the NBA. But if you're not a Lakers fan, you hate the Lakers. Whereas the Bulls, like in growing up in the nineties, everyone loved the Bulls. Like, you know, especially except for like, like know, the Warriors, direct, direct like the rivals. Warriors. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I think, uh, I, I think it's, I don't know. I think it's dumb. I, I just, I, I, I wish like, and, and clearly there's just money behind it because oh, yeah, that's it's, it, it's Hulu, it's Hulu, it's the Lakers. Like it's, it just, it, it just bothers me that we are at a point now where we're, we're making documentaries about teams that are still playing in the NBA. Like it's, yeah. it's, we're not like the Lakers, the organization didn't die. Like we're yeah. not like looking back on the Lakers life being like, yeah. Like, give me a documentary. I'd rather watch a documentary on the Vancouver Grizzlies. Yes. <laughs> yes. And how they came up with the Jersey. Yeah. The logo, the logo design. Everything. Give me, oh yes. my gosh. I would watch a documentary on that in a heartbeat. And I think it's also very, you know, and I'm going to say this, but, I'm going to preface this with, I love LeBron and I enjoy everything about him, his play. Sure. Him as a player, you know, except for some of the theatrics a little bit, but right. Right. Yeah. And we talked about that on this podcast, but it's very coincidental that this documentary is happening while LeBron is a Laker and, 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 and Space that's what Jam 2. And Space Le Jam 2. Yes. Does LeBron's <laughs> production company have a hand in this being made? Spring because, Hill Entertainment? I'm sure they do. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it has to be asked. Does LeBron have something to do with this? Like, it's very convenient that it's all of a sudden coming out now. 
I just but, it just it just doesn't sit well with me and I don't like it. So yeah, I, I hear you. I'm sure we'll watch it and I'm sure we'll have some things to say about it. So maybe we can have another episode where we dissect yeah, that. Right. We'll do a draft like we did with the uh, last dance. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean we, we are, are 90s kids. We are 90s kids. We are 90s kids. We're yeah. 90s kids. Um, all right. Uh, my uh, my good back and ugly, my good of the week is Instagram for kids. All right. I don't know if you <laughs> heard about this. Mark Zuckerberg yeah. is coming out with Instagram for kids. And you're like, why is that your good of the week? That that sounds like it sucks. That sounds terrible. It's a dumb idea. The only reason this is my good is because it might be the first thing both the left and right have been able to agree on in years. And I say that because today on Monday, a, uh, a group of 44 attorney generals made up of both Democrats and Republicans. First oh, time you've nice. seen those two parties in a sentence in a long time. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It sounds put, like they put their signature on a letter addressed to Mark Zuckerberg, encouraging him to ax Facebook's plan to launch a version of Instagram for kids younger than 13. The letter justifies its ask based on uh, mental health and privacy concerns for its young users and uh, uh, and comes less than a month after Congress and child safety groups ailed similar grievances. So who among us thinks, Inst other than Mark Zuckerberg, obviously, thinks Instagram for kids is a good idea? Uh, like, Mark, just because you have the haircut of an 11-year-old doesn't mean you need to give Instagrams to kids. Like, Imagine, imagine like a six-year-old influencer, <laughs> you know, like imagine. Wait, wait, like, so is it happening? Is this happening? I, well, I, Facebook's trying to make it happen. And okay, I guess okay, people, okay. it hasn't come out yet. I don't think. Um, okay, all right. And yeah, just imagine like little, uh, little, like, like a, like a seven-year-old Instagramming his bowl of cereal before eating it, you know, <laughs> like, I just think it's so, I think it's so dumb. It, it, but I think the minute that you start to market something to kids is when kids are like, I don't want to do that. So it's almost like you have to market it again. Like, Oh, okay. This is interesting. I, I didn't think of it in this way. Um, cause I was thinking, okay. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's like obviously like kids want Instagram now because they see all the, and you see like young kids, like, cause the age limit I think is 13 and you see is young it? kids. I I'm pretty sure kids younger than 13, maybe signing up like lying about their age to sign up Fake for an account. birthdays or something. Right. Okay. I'm wondering if like, yeah, what if, if we open it up to everyone, then they're going to be like, man, we don't want it anymore. Thanks. We'll stick to our sandboxes <laughs> and TikTok or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sandboxes. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, clearly I'm out of touch with what kids today. Yeah. But I, I feel like clearly there's going to be some, some sort of like monitoring by a parent or like uh it just it, it just seems like that's just not a good idea, like to have oh. a, a space. Well, think about think kids. about it's like think about the emotional turmoil that that social media has caused on adults. Look at yeah. us! Look at us with with Instagram. That's true. That's true. Which, by the way, Instagram. By the way, I can't believe that wasn't my ugly that we get shit of him. It's coming up on my ugly. I'm okay, okay. all right, good. I'm uh, glad. I'm glad. The uh, the. Uh, so yeah, so the the it's just it's just like a little kid is not going to be able to deal with that. The little kids can barely hand, handle getting bullied in middle school. 
which is getting bullied on the internet, (laughs) which is not bullying is not a, is not a good thing, but it's, I mean, most of us, it's on the internet though. It's a part of the internet. There's there's middle school. I don't think they're like, there's, even if we, if we get people to stop bullying in high school and get stopped bullying in elementary school, bullying in middle school will never, I don't think ever end because that is everyone's most awkward phase of life. You're going through most people like have like oddly shaped teeth and braces and zits and weird facial hair coming out of random spots, greasy skin. And like, uh, I remember in middle school for the longest time I had a, like a peach fuzz mustache and, Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't think anything of it until uh, a girl I liked said, you need to shave. And I was like, and this is I think I was in seventh grade, maybe you go and, home and take some scissors. And well, I was like, I was it. like, I've never once thought about shaving like in my entire <laughs> life. Like that was the first time I ever even realized, oh, yeah, that's a thing that guys eventually have to do. They do have to shave. Yeah. And so I went, I snuck into my dad's, uh, happy birthday, by the way, big rod. Yeah, uh, happy birthday, Ron. Uh, I, I snuck into my dad's bathroom and I took his electric razor and I just shaved my, uh, my upper lip. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, yeah. So, so I don't think Instagram for kids, if you can't handle bullying in, in person, bullying like Instagram for kids is going to be a terrible idea. If, if Mark Zuckerberg, if he's listening out there, if he could take some advice, just don't market it to kids. Come up with something entirely different. That's what yeah. kids want. Market they it don't to want, like they don't want Instagram for kids. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's like uh, Facebook, but a little bit more advanced. They're like, coming out with a bachelor, uh, a season of The Bachelor for senior citizens. No, and they aren't. I, I know. I'm almost positive they are. They they did no. a uh, casting call uh like during one of their episodes, they said, Hey, are you a senior looking for love? And you know, you know how many seniors are watching that show. So they're oh, all, they're, my gosh. they're picking so up the I, phone I, and I think they're going to have it. Yeah. I think they're going to have a season of the bachelor where it's just old people. Like, will you accept this rose? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta ask, are you going to be doing bachelor recaps for it? Because that, that, are you be, kidding? Yeah, of course I am. that is great. A content that, right that, that'll be better than these 22 year old Instagram <laughs> influencer <laughs> wannabes getting roses. Right. Of course, I'm going to do a bachelor recap on that on that season. That would be incredible. Um, the uh, so uh, <laughs> uh, uh, here we go. We got confirmation of Corey Ball. Yes, they are coming out with a senior bachelor. So there we go. I told you, I, it's coming, and it's going to be Corey, awesome. Corey's coming for that third third spot. He's coming for that third yeah. spot. We look. We said we open it up. Commenters, if you if you comment along with us, you could maybe get that third third chair on the podcast. We're the coveted we're third chair, the coveted <laughs> third chair. In the, junk floor. Uh, the uh, my my back of the week. <laughs> Dare I say horse racing? Horse racing oh. back of the week. <laughs> Look, doping a horse up with drugs is actually. I'm, and this is a this is a take I have. Doping up a horse mm-hmm. with drugs is the best thing to happen to horse racing since the Triple Crown was won a couple years ago. How about that, that for a take? That is a spicy. How I don't even like spicy, that? but I like that. That is a spicy take. It, it is wow. the doping up a horse is the best thing to happen to to racing uh, horse racing because we're talking about horse racing. All right, we are we're, talking about horse racing and and the fact that. Ever since the Triple Crown was won, horse racing, like, it just hasn't been as exciting because it's like, oh, you know, oh, we went 30 years without ever anyone winning a Triple Crown. And then we had, like, what, like, two and five years? 
Well, so, you know what this reminds me of, though? Um, it reminds me of the home run race with Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. And th- th- that's yes, exactly. Like, yes. And people are still talking about that. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it's no, no, And look, Roger Maris's record stood for how long? <laughs> And then all of a sudden they 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 broke the record and it was like nah, okay now there's nothing really to look forward to and and then it came out that they were doping so and the report came out yeah. look and I love um I, I actually hate Bob Baffert I don't know if that's a controversial take or not I'm not that deep into horse racing to know if it is or not um but I, I like his look I, I like the Will Ferrell look yes oh which I meant to bring that I meant to bring that up uh as a see if you can pull up a side-by-side while I talk about this of uh, Bob Baffert and Will Ferrell in Eastbound and Down um but so I've been a, he says he said he went on Dan Patrick he's making this media tour Bob Baffert and he's going around and he's trying to plead his case as to why his horse was doped up with drug I don't know probably because you want to win uh, <laughs> he says, I've been accused of my horse tested positive for legal therapeutic medication. Uh, but I have no idea. I butchered that name. 21 picograms. We call it contaminant levels. They're testing at these really low levels. The last few years, it's been a problem in racing. The really troubling thing is the horse has never been treated with that specific drug so we're at a loss for words trying to figure out how he got contaminated because at those levels they call it contamination okay so let's say they're testing at these really low levels right why are none of the other horses testing positive weird yeah very weird oh it's weird that oh oh yeah it's really low levels so it's not that bad no other horses are testing are testing positive (laughs) we talked about we talked about baffert we talked about baffert looking at eastbound and down Tell me that is not pull up. If, and if you're listening on the podcast, pull up Bob Baffert and Will Ferrell eastbound and down, and you will see the most stunning side-by-side. Like it doesn't help that Bob Baffert is a sunglasses indoors kind of guy. Like yeah, that's, and yeah. Or is it the transition lenses? I can't tell. It might be, but either way, it's not a good look for Baffert because he, le- he legitimately looks like a fictional character from an <laughs> HBO comedy from a guy who was made to look ridiculous. Oh my gosh. I love Ashley Schaefer too. Like Baffert cut your hair or, or don't wear the glasses indoors. One or the other, man, it's fine. Like, well, even the suit isn't helping his case. This picture looks like he needs to grow his hair out a little bit longer. (laughs) And he might give him some time, especially now with this doping scandal. Now that we know he's a, (laughs) him and his horse are druggies. Uh, (laughs) Gosh, that's a guy is just incredible. Um, I, I love I love how he was under fire for that though, because he's he's been the face of horse racing the past couple of years. Yeah, yeah, right. Because he, he was he because was the trainer for American Pharaoh, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, good for him. Good for him. Like, that's a way to keep your name in the news cycle, though, right? Like, he, Look, and what's I, funny is apparently it takes three. So they're like, I guess they're retesting or or appealing or something. It takes three weeks for tests to come back. The Preakness is on Saturday. So is he racing in it? And then the Belmont is two weeks after that. Two weeks so, after that. So is he just going to run in all three? <laughs> like, I don't know. He already had his title scr- uh, stripped, but uh, but yeah. Anyway. What, big, the, what, are, the, what do they do if he does win, though? But but think about this, though. It's, it's great for the sport because how would we ever 
know any horse trainer's name, name, let alone like this guy, right? Yeah. Like, I, no. I feel like we can you name another horse trainer? I can't. I can't even name another horse right now. So. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like, oh, I, which I love, which we didn't play it this year. I kind of wish we would have. Uh, I, we know, didn't play I know. Kentucky Derby horse or made up name. Because I could literally say anything right now, and you wouldn't know if it was a if it was. I would say yes. Like, uh, ouch, my bee sting. Is that a Kentucky Derby horse? We don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Can we Google tuba, that? That tuba sounds nice. You're like, is that a horse? I think <laughs> that tuba sound nice finishing third at the Kentucky Derby. Are they not? The Do tuba you? does sound nice though. So, uh, Peter's Piccolo. Is that a horse or is that something else? We don't know. These are these are really good names that you're coming up with. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> really easy. You'd be surprised at how easy it is to come up with a made-up Kentucky Derby just horse. Thing. Anything that comes to your mind at yeah, all. Just, yeah, just say something. Uh Gold Watch. Gold Watch. Gold Watch, I I'm pretty sure finished fourth in the Kentucky Derby uh the two weekends ago. So well if he was stripped then he that means he got third then so he was on the podium. Yeah he's on the podium. There you go. Congrats, congrats Goldwatch. Congrats to Goldwatch. Shout out to Goldwatch. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh my bat or my ugly of the week. I've actually got three uglies. Kenny Main was fired. Oh, I did just see that. that they, they fired him they canned him they yes they uh they, i saw I, he said it was or, a salary salary cap issue yeah maybe they it was a may, joke or not maybe <laughs> <laughs> it, it was knowing kenny it was probably a joke which gosh i love probably that not a joke actually he probably wanted a lot of money yeah that's true <laughs> uh, so he uh yeah so here's the tweet right here i am leaving espn salary cap casualty thanks for opportunity vince dory and al jaffe for uh, uh and for taking my solicitations Herman Stinton Lich. I don't know. I don't know. That must be all inside baseball right there. But he says, I will miss the people. I will miss the vending machine set up by the old man pelt joint. We had everything into the great wide open. And I, the thing I love about Kenny main too, is like, you know, he is a guy. He does do as a joke, the hashtag after what he, he tries to make a hashtag, which is one of the funniest. It's very unspoken. Not many people is, talk about how funny Kenny Maine's hashtagging skill. Is that self-aware? That is very oh, self-aware. It, oh, yes. Okay. That yeah. is 1,000% a Kenny Maineism, and it is phenomenal. Kenny Maine, I grew up on him on, on SportsCenter. Him, to me, a lot of people loved uh, Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann. I always loved Dan Patrick with Kenny Maine. I thought their rapport was even better and I they thought did they have were, a great report. Yeah. I thought they were just funnier. If it was Kenny Maine and uh, and Dan Patrick in in the booth, I loved it. And then if it was Rich Eisen and Stuart Scott, Stuart Scott, yeah. Gosh, those two pairings were, I think, my two favorite pairings on Sports Center back in the day. And this was back when Sports Center was Sports Center. Like, and I, I don't want to. I'm not going to sound. I don't want to sound like an it old is, guy. Sports Center. Yes, that, like, those, those days. Yes. I don't want to sound like an old guy being like, oh, Sports Center was back in the day, but it was back, it was better back in the day because they actually did highlights. They would tell you, like, they would feed you with sports information. Now it's like, oh, you oh, mean I- not, not videos of kids getting alcohol <laughs> dumped on their cuts, that type well, of stuff. Yeah, oh, there's that too. <laughs> now, now Sports Center is basically, uh, it is just, we're going to show one highlight from the sporting event that, uh, that happened last night. And then we're going to uh, talk about the biggest, we're going to debate the biggest headline or the biggest topic from that sport. 
And it's so dumb. It's it's so uh, anyway, I don't want to go on a sports center tangent. We do that too much. Uh, we, yeah, we, sports center gets enough heat, but now even more heat that they let Kenny go, though. Look, little, and, I, and I, I get it. Like Kenny Mayne, he's getting up there. I'm sure, yeah, his salary, it, it was expendable. He was, you know, you could kind of see it, the handwriting on the wall coming. But I love Kenny of, Mayne. They phased him out. They did phase him out a little bit, it looked like, yeah. Kenny Mayne, and he Kenny Mayne would even do other stuff for like other a ABC properties. Very funny guy, very dry, very just witty. I loved Kenny Mayne and his like the little quirks that he would do while interviewing people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mad respect for Kenny Mayne. And if you don't know Kenny Mayne, go on YouTube and, and look up some some Kenny Mayne like highlights, which I'm sure uh, exist. <laughs> now they do at least. They definitely do now if they didn't in the past. But right. The guy the guy was phenomenal. Um, my other ugly of the week. Um, this is quick. Cancel culture. And that's what he was trying to going back to Bob Baffert. Can you believe how far cancel culture has gone? AD like now guys can't even dope their horses and get away with it. Like cancel culture. <laughs> where does cancel culture stop? Well, let me ask you this. Is anyone safe? Is anyone safe? Look, like, who, like you're mean to tell me that, uh, Oh, the left-wing politics and cancel culture is going to, uh, they're going to keep me from doping up my horse. <laughs> It's unbelievable, and you know, back in back in our day, we were doping our horses. Oh, like uh, every you know every race, but we we doped our horses all the time, and the horses never said boo about it. And shouldn't <laughs> they be the ones if they're okay with getting doped? Then shouldn't they be the ones to cancel us? And they're, they're not. not fuss, fuss about it. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, a horse never even said hey when we would stop it. Sorry, sorry, that was bad. That was even bad. I, I tried, look, that was a half constructed. That one was that one was free. That one was free. That was a half constructed joke that I didn't even finish, and I I didn't know how to get it out quick all you, enough. All you had to say was "Hey," and the, the joke that was, was bad. That was bad. I'm so sorry. Like, look, some of my that was some of my free ones. They're kind of good. I'll, if I do say so myself, not to toot your own horn or anything. Yeah, but that one was straight up bad. That was that awful. Was... Oh man, but yeah. So sh I look thoughts and prayers to Bob Baffert. Mm -hmm. and yes, cancel and, and cancel culture. Yeah, right. Yeah, please look, Bob. We're with you, man. We're with you. You keep doping your horses and don't don't cave in to cancel culture. Okay. You know what this means, Bob? You just need to find something that they can't detect. Just move to the next thing. Right. Yeah. That, that they can't test for. Yeah. Just move to uh, move to look. If they're checking uh, picograms, you move to. Tico Grams. Tico Grams. <laughs> <laughs> and my last ugly of the week. Um, mm, Corkbats yep. Instagram. Yeah. UFC. Mm. Screw you, Dana White. All right. Yeah. So I don't know uh, if anyone's prone to this. AD, you wrote a blog about it the other day. Our Corkbats Instagram account has been not just locked, which it was when the Serbian tennis fans came for us. It's more than that. Our Instagram account has been straight up deactivated. You can't it's even search for cork bats on Instagram right now. There was some good news though. I, I did tag corked bats very recently and we're getting now we can click it now. Remember before you couldn't click the name. Oh, that, that actually is good news. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. So go to the swingman brand post. Um, and then you, we can click it. It's it says user not found. 
So it's still not there, but I think it's progress. I think is that in, in right stories? Direction. Is that in your stories? Because it's uh, still not clickable in my IG bio. Here we are figuring this out on the fly here. On live the fly. On the podcast. Our Instagram account has been deactivated and it's all because of UFC. And how do we know it's because UFC? Because we got a damn notice from UFC because we posted a clip of their fight from like two weeks ago after the fact, after the fight was over. We're not illegally streaming a pay-per-view or anything like that. We posted a highlight because it was the badass fight and it was awesome and we wanted to share it and we wanted to get more eyeballs into UFC that normally wouldn't. We're doing our mm -hmm. part as bloggers and content curators, which is the douchiest that, that just saying that we're doing our part. Though. We are doing our part though. I just called us content curators. Jeez. Gosh. But we're tired. Like, we'll give you that one. I am tired. We're mm -hmm. thank you. I've been up since 4 AM that we're doing our part to, to, further the sport of UFC and look how many times do we have to go through this it's 2021 i had to look up at my clock to see the year it make sure 20, what, what year it was right yeah. it's I, I look i've been up since 4 a.m it's 2021 <laughs> and the nba has been at the forefront of encouraging people to share highlights of their sport and because uh -huh. it, it's on the internet right Right, exactly. And would you look at that? <laughs> the NBA is the second most popular sport on the planet behind only soccer, okay? And uh, and then let's see here else. Oh, baseball, just recently. Uh, very, very, like, st started encouraging people to share their highlights on social media. They, they, they used to have a very strict media policy to where it's if you posted a clip of baseball – and you didn't have the rights to baseball, they would take it down and they would suspend your account. Now they let anyone share and post. And look at that. Baseball's having one of their most viewed years in in, in decades. It's, and then it's not it's not rocket science, really. It's not. And then and then uh uh and and um uh, uh there, there was another there was another example. Now I can't even think about it, but freaking UFC and, NFL, like, NFL too. Yeah, the NFL, they've been more they've been more lax about it too. And so it's like UFC, why would you not want more people sharing your clips? And I get it. You make a lot of your money based off of pay-per-views. Maybe most of their money actually. Yeah, maybe most of their money. But look, like we're not we're not illegally streaming it. We're posting these highlights after the fact. So if I'm if I'm a casual UFC fan, which I am, uh and and I and I say, "Oh wow, that fight was actually pretty pretty cool." That Maybe I should buy the next UFC, which I mean, what, what we're up like UFC 280 or something like there's a UFC every other week. It's, <laughs> so it's like, I'm going to go buy the next pay-per-view because I saw what happened in the last one. It's awesome. From the guys down at Cork Bats. <laughs> from the, from those content curators at Cork yes. Bats. Yes. All I'm saying is this whole thing is ridiculous. And Dana White, I'm pissed. Because, like, you seem to me like a better business mind than that, than the fact that – and look, I get it. Go after anyone who illegally streams your pay-per-views. Mm -hmm. Go after them and throw the fullest extent of the law at them. But bloggers that are freaking sharing your, 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 your fight clips on Instagram, how else do you want people to con consume your content?
Well, let's just call it for what it is. Dana White is fat. I mean, there's no other <laughs> way to put it. There's no other way to put it. He's, he's fat. He's lazy, it seems, because uh, he's clearly not up to date with the, the now and what we're going through, 2021. Dana White is a fat slob who uh, doesn't, uh, doesn't want to get off of his ass to freaking – uh, market his own sport so uh he's gonna just uh he's gonna freaking attack others who try and do he's it for him bring others down and it's not okay dana white is a fat is a is an out of shape mr clean you know like he's <laughs> got that like, bald ahead yeah. yeah once once mr mr clean like stops cleaning he's gonna just gonna he's gonna look like dana white just mr fat slob <laughs> not <laughs> That's awful. Dana White looks like uh looks like he he was no no no. Okay. All right, here we go. Here we go. So you know how like at uh at Universal Studios or or maybe it's Disney, like they have like the Indiana Jones uh like thing, uh like the play that you can go and watch, like the, the yeah, action okay. thing. Live action. Live something. action, yeah. yes. Yeah. Indiana Jones, like you can go and sit in the audience, you can watch this live action thing. And there's always an actor who kind of looks like who kind of looks like Indiana Jones, but, but when you get up quite, when you yeah. get up close, you're like, oh damn, this guy looks nothing like Indiana Jones. <laughs> that's that's uh that's like um Dana White, but for like an action movie, like for an ex like uh <laughs> like someone <laughs> in the expendable, it's like Bruce Willis. Dana White is Bruce yes, Willis, yes. the live action. Okay. If they did a live action die hard at one of those amusement parks, that's what Dana White looks like. He's like the the store, the generic version. Yeah, of Bruce Willis. Right. Yeah, you you tell your mom, you're like, mom, can we get Bruce Willis? And she's like, we have Bruce Willis at home, honey. You get home and, and it's, it's just Dana White. It's you're Dana like, White. You're like Dana, Dana White serving you a copyright notice. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. It's Dana White, yes, yeah, so spending your Instagram account. So our Instagram account is deactivated. If you don't mind, please share the hashtag Free Cork Bats. Let's. Let's get it going. Let's 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 try and get our account back. We are we are. It's so annoying, and we're we trying to get devastated it back. If we lose that account, we will we, be devastated. Oh, it, we the amount of hours AD and I have put into that damn Instagram account, <laughs> and to just lose it all to freaking UFC and their fight island, which isn't even an island. It's just a freaking. It's not even on the beach. It's fraud. Anyway, I yeah yeah. You, you fraud coward. That's what we say. To, <laughs> that's what UFC stands for. Fake ass cowards. Freaking Dana White. And, and dick. Worth though, I think we were like two or three from sixteen hundred. So, yeah, will you get it back? Or I don't know. Who or knows? Have to start out from square one. Free hashtag free cork bats. Help us out, people. Uh, before we get out of here, um, we've got uh, got our Frank fact. Oh um, yeah, yeah. How about this? Frankie. Uh, Frankie, Frank. baby. I know we should have gotten Frank in to co-host with us. What, what, be our third mic. Maybe next week we can maybe next week. Here. Maybe next week. Yeah. We'll we'll see if he's if he's free. Um so the Frank fact this week. You ready for this? I'm ready. An ox is a castrated bull. Did you know that? Frank Frank said Frank Frank and Frank this this one actually came with a, a Frank disclaimer. Okay. It said I might know this. Frank Frank disclaimer. No, he said, <laughs> I I learned I learned that this weekend. I thought they were their own animal. If you already knew that, then it's not a good fact, and I'll try for another. <laughs> I told him, I said, no, that works because I didn't know that. 
I, I, I don't think Oxen, I knew that either. I thought Oxen and Bull were were two separate things too. You know, like the Oxen Oregon Trail, uh, or like uh, I'm thinking like Oxtail. So like that's that's really just a bull, like yeah, with no nuts, <laughs> with no nuts or no penis. I guess. Do they cut? Is castration is the full, the full genitals like the full. Dick I think they just, just whack them right off. Whack them all. Is Not, it castration? Is it just the nuts? Just the balls. Or is it, just is the balls. I, I believe it's just the balls. That would be. I, mean. think, I, I hope. I hope because I really do hope they're not losing both things. Right. That I would know. be mean if it was the dick and balls. Uh, uh, well, so okay. So if, this is going to sound stupid, but a female bull is just a calf. Is that? That's a cow. Right? A female bull is a cow. No. <laughs> yeah. Is it right? Is it? I think. A calf is a baby. A baby. Cow. I didn't know we were, I didn't know we were talking biology today. So. You're the one from Pennsylvania. You should know I this should better know than this. me. What is a female bull? <laughs> what is it? You're googling. What is a female? Google's going to be like you idiot. Now look, you're not helping our case with why Dana White suspended. You're right. Fuck. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the the female counterpart to a bull is a cow. Is a, is a cow. Okay, <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> Yeah. They, oh man, no. So in a, a male of ox, the species that has been castrated is a steer, ox, or bullock. A bullock, Keith Bullock. Shout out Keith Bullock, great Titans linebacker. Um, it, what, what if Keith Bullock was just a castrated Keith? Castrated. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know who has a bunch of uh, bulls and cows? Uh, Brett Kiesel from the Steelers. Does he really? Yeah. That had, and he, then again, how did you not know this? I, you know what, I have not spent enough time researching his bulls and calves, but he uh, he names them after like Steelers players too. It's great. Like oh, that's awesome. One, one's like Bill Cower, like cow. Oh, and they're punny. They're punny. And they're punny too. Oh, I actually love that. Um, I can't think of any off the top you of my know head, me. but big yeah. pun guy here. That's, He's I am all part of that. So, um, uh, well, this this whole ox thing is really throwing me off, though. I, I that just Frank just threw me for a loop there because I thought ox were like, you know, in like Europe, you know, like just not even in America. Yeah, like, right. right. Like and if they, if they are in America, then they're all in Oregon because that's <laughs> the trail they come from. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I thought oxen and bull were two totally like like they okay. were like family, but like. Oh. Okay, well, according to a very reliable source in Wikipedia, uh, ox, also known as bullock in Australia and India, is a bovine trained as a draft animal. So that doesn't really help us out, I guess. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know what you just said. I don't, I don't really know what I just said. <laughs> I, I, I thought they were. I thought they were about to say, okay, they're in North America, but I thought they were about to say they're only in Australia or India. So I was like, well, Frank's. Pump the brakes, Frank. Yeah, or, yeah or let's pump the brakes, Frank. <laughs> you have to mention one big detail. Ox are not in America, but it seems like they are. They are. Yeah. <laughs> they I'm are. Sure yeah. They are too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, hey, that's going to do it for this week of the junk tour. Hey, again, hashtag free cork bats. Help us get free our free cork bats, guys. Back. Please. This is the most frustrating week ever. And it couldn't have happened in a worse week when, like, uh, when you're uh, I, starting a new a new my show job. gets yeah, announced yeah. and it's like we're getting new eyeballs on cork bats from you know chicagoans with so shout out if you're a chicagoan listening thanks for listening we appreciate you hope you enjoy uh cork bats uh but yeah it's just it couldn't have come at a, a worse time um you so. know what you know what we were missing there 
I think I think Grit would have had a lot to say about ox and uh, oh. bulls and calves. Well, grit, and- grit would have uh, reamed into us uh, for, for not, not knowing. knowing. That. Yeah, he yeah. would have. Just, he would have been like. In fact, Grit. If Grit was still here, then he. he even if like if he didn't have a new gig or anything, like he would have just quit. He would have he would have <laughs> would have been over. He would have walked out. He would have walked yeah, out. Yeah, he would have been like, you know what? I'm I'm done with this podcast. Yeah. You guys don't need the difference between bringing oxen and bull and bull and cow. <laughs> um, all right. Uh follow Cork Bats on all the socials at Cork Bats. Uh hit us up on our YouTube page. We got uh we do have some videos. We will have some videos coming uh soon. Just uh once uh uh the Look, I'm, I moved to Chicago, so it's content is going to slow for a little bit, but it'll it'll be coming back here uh, very soon, which we are excited for. Ad, you got anything for the road? Uh, female cow is not a calf at all. There you go. There you go. You heard it here first. Um, all right. How do we end this thing? What is it? What is the what's the word we say? Uh oh, uh, ahoy! Oh, that's right, ahoy. Oh, thank you.